Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for tuning in to our 19th official episode of The Booth with your boy Isaiah. And only your boy Isaiah today. Carol is still busy. He unfortunately got a great internship. I don't want to say unfortunately. Good for him. Congratulations. We just want him back soon. But right now we have a special guest. One of my boys from driving school about six years ago. Back then, he looked like a. You ever seen those uh, <laughs> those road signs uh, with the crossing uh, the crossing stick man? Yo. That was him <laughs> back in the day. But now he gained a little bit of muscle, <laughs> turned himself into uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. We want to welcome Kadeem Robley. How's it going, Kadeem? I'm dead. Yo, what's up, yo? <laughs> yo, that's a hell of an intro. Uh, <laughs> yo, what's up? I'm I'm good, bro. Um, honestly, I just got back from Nova Scotia just this last weekend, and yo, that I must say is a drive and a half. Okay, okay. 15 hours in a car ride. Mind you, was with my girl, so it was chill, but uh, it's still long. It's still it's just, it's a long trek, but the scenery absolutely beautiful. And you know, now I'm back and ready to fucking start working again and uh, get back to the grind. So, if you guys didn't pick up from that intro, the way that I met Kadeem was through driving. And it's crazy because I did not see this guy. You know how life kind of works sometimes. You meet somebody, you guys are cool, but then you don't see them for years afterwards. And Kadeem and I reconnected on uh, Instagram. And when I saw this guy, listen guys, I'm going to be completely honest. Like I said, okay, he was a stick figure back in the day, okay? <laughs> and when I when I saw my Instagram, I was like, yo, this can't be the same Kadeem. Like, <laughs> this is a different Kadeem. And then when I actually went on his page, I was like, holy shit, this is the same man. And then we, we reached out, and now we're here. And obviously, we're not here to reminisce all day, okay? We want to get down to the nitty-gritty. So, as people know, you are a personal trainer. Yeah. What inspired you, other than getting jacked, to become a personal trainer? Okay, well, getting into training even before becoming a personal trainer, to be honest, came a lot from, you like to mention, so I, as back in that time, we were in high school, and yes, I weighed like nothing. I've always been a skinny-ass kid. So to be honest, what motivated me was more of an insecurity, to be honest. I was a little insecure with my with my size, and I was like, you know, me, I need to put on some weight. Because towards the end of high school, the thing was, if you weren't in the gym, no one paid attention to you. Thanks. Everyone started going to the gym at like the last year of high school. So that's what motivated me to get into the gym. And then I actually just f fell in love with it after I started seeing results and just loving the way I was feeling with it. My confidence went up and I just started loving it. So then I just started rolling with that a lot more. Um, but when it came to personal training, I didn't even know I wanted to be a personal trainer until like end of my CJEP life kind of thing I did two years at Dawson okay. as you know and uh, to be honest I've always just wanted to head into something I've always known I wanted to go in a path where I wanted to generally help people and it was just finding my finding where I can do that okay. at first I wanted to do psychology because I was like well, I'm like yo I could, be a I could be a fucking therapist <laughs> you know I could sit here and listen to people's problems I'm a good listener you know yeah, that's a good skill to have but then when I went to psychology in, at Dawson I was like yo this is not for me man I can't sit like I was just writing papers and, re and, art and reading articles all day I'm like yo I can't do that I'm like there's no way I can do this for the rest of my life but I'm like yo how can I you know still find a way to help people uh and then, so pretty much how it happened for me was I was working a regular nine to five at a, at a bistro inside a, inside a gym. So I was always like around the gym. And then I met this certain individual uh, who's like my big brother and mentor now, uh, his name's Jay. And 
he's the one who actually influenced me to kind of get into personal training. You know, I was I was flipping eggs all day, and I see this jacked ass motherfucker. <laughs> and I say jacked guys, gay. He's telling I was jacked. Okay, this guy looked like a fucking gorilla. Okay, <laughs> you don't even know. Jack motherfucker. Guys, just so you know, Kadeem is black. He can't say that. Okay. <laughs> the man's like 5'9", like 200 pounds of just bare, like, jackness, okay? So... Bare jackness. <laughs> yo. Anyways, here I see this guy coming in every day, and he's just ordering food and whatnot, and I'm like, yo, what's this guy do? I'm like, for one, I looked at him, I'm like, yo, I want to look like that, for one. I'm like, yo, like, I, I was inspired. I was like, yo, I want... That was something how I want to look. And then I'm like, I started looking at him, I'm like, yo, what does he do? Because I'm like, he's always, he's here all day. And then, um, I don't know, we had a conversation one time, and then he was giving me out, he was also selling his brand around the gym. So I kept seeing his brand everywhere. I'm like, yo, what's this bully by nature thing? You know what I mean? I kept seeing like a bull, like a, a pimple on his shirt. And I'm like, yo, I've seen this everywhere. I'm like, who is that? I'm like, oh, so that's this guy, you know? And then one day I just, we started talking, and then I kind of just asked him, if I could just pick his brain a little bit just to see, like, you know, how we got started with personal training and whatnot. And then we had lunch together, we spoke, and then he kind of, like, he hyped me up for it. You know, he told me exactly what it was, what he was doing. He was real with me. And then I was like, yo, fuck. I'm like, that sounds like a dope-ass lifestyle. I'm like, I would want to do that. I really love training and whatnot. And How long ago was that, by the way? That must have been, what, through, let's say three years ago now? Okay. Or two, two to three years now? Okay. I'd say, like, two and a half. It's been like two and a half. But, uh, yeah. So then after that, he kind of just took me under his wing. Like, he's older than I am. So he's right now he's 26. His birthday just passed. <laughs> um, and so he's a couple years older than I am. So he kind of just took me under his wing and mentored me. So he just showed me the way. So I showered him in the beginning. And then he told me what his vision was for it was a lot more than just training. And it was a lot more with just having, you know, to leave an impact in someone's life and just, you know, really change the world. And honestly, I fucked with that. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to follow your guidance. And to be honest, it's been the best decision I've made since then because I changed my life around. Not that I was in a slump before, but like, yo, let's just say <laughs> I didn't get no haircuts or anything like that. Before. Yo, I swear. Yo, I was in the back. You dusty mother. Yo, I was. Yo, <laughs> you know what he told me too? He's like, yo, he's like, right now, you're looking like Aldo. I need to start you need you start looking like Gucci right now if you're gonna roll with us. And I was like, oh my heart. My heart. Calling you young Aldo out. Yo, here. I was like, okay. I'm like, I really need to cause yo, I had no fresh cut. It was no there was no cuts going on, okay? I worked in the kitchen. I was like, I didn't give a fuck, okay? My hair was just I looked it did not look good. Anyway, so I got my shit together and you know, now it's like, you know, cuts every two weeks, max minimum, you know. And anyways, but like so I started rolling with him, and then we got into some business with uh, a gym where he opened up his own spot uh, in the West Island, and, you know, unfortunately, some shit kind of went down with that, and then we lost the gym. I say we because, like, honestly, like, we're such, like, intertwined as, like, a team. So, like, as much as, like, like I... Sh believe in his vision and everything so everything he has for like bully by nature and what he sees for it like i know i'm bullied by nature like for life you know what i mean like it wasn't just a thing to hop on and just hop on a wave and whatever it's like we've been through a lot in the past two years and 
that's just on the in the, the gym part. You know, we've been through him losing the gym, and then we opening up a new spot, and then now we're actually in opened up our actual spot because we went from partnering up with a brand called Body by Chosen, uh, which they're located out in Toronto and whatnot, and then we went and partnered up with a gym called 4040 back in the West. And then we actually left the West and now we're in Lachine, but now it's our own spot and it's actually Bullied by Nature facility. And uh, Just to let you guys know, listen, I went uh, about two weeks ago mm. to this facility, okay? Yes, you did. And um, let's just say it was like a prison workout. I'll be completely honest. <laughs> yeah. I was actually dying by the end. I literally was doing this workout with, uh, what was that thing that you had me doing with the push-ups? It was called a man down. Okay. Just know this is the home of the rebels, guys, okay? Like, we fuck your shit up. If you come through, you prepare to put in some work. Because I was actually man down. Because after I did about... I don't know. It was a full workout, and then we were doing this crazy push-up, push-up workout, which they dumb man down. I literally was full. I literally looked down, and there was a puddle, <laughs> like a full. And I'm already a sweaty bastard. I'm not even gonna lie. I walk up these stairs every day to come here and record. It's four floors, and I'm sweating for ten minutes minimum. I'm not tired, guys. Okay, I'm not tired. I am just a sweaty man. So if you put me in a workout setting, I am going to be drip, drip, dripping. And I was drip, drip, <laughs> dripping. Okay, so this guy taught me a lot in just that one workout about pushing yourself and yeah. the words that you were telling me I remember because while I was working out you're like do it like do it for your for your family like do it for your mom and some people would be like oh like that's it seems like that's so extra just yeah. to get that motivation just to you know lift a, a bit of weight or yeah. do an extra rep of a, of a push-up yeah. but when you're actually thinking about it it's a reflection of how hard you actually have to work in life but to, yes, accom- and, to and, accomplish yeah, and I'm glad that you're saying that because that's exactly what I'm trying to implement in the training when when I'm training all my clients. And that's one of the things I learned a lot from Jay is that, like, yo, it's way more than just training. All the discipline and everything we put you through and the words we tell you, the lessons you learn through training are, are lessons you can apply to your actual life. So when I'm telling you, yo, do it like someone disrespected your mom or, like, you know what I mean? Or, like, you know, think of something. You want to get emotional in this because your emotion is what's going to drive you, at least for me, to drive you to complete whatever goal you set out for yourself, you know, because you're going to feel like giving up, bro. Like, like I, I see it. I know it because when I train and whatever, you get you get tired. You want to give up because the easiest thing is always to quit. Right. But when you do it on, on a consistent basis, if you keep reminding yourself that even when you want to give up, you got to keep pushing, then like everything else, it becomes a learned habit. When you have a good habit of not quitting and not giving up, it only translates to every other aspect of your life, and then you can go so much further with that. And that's exactly what I preach and what we like to preach, especially at the gym, is just, you know, it's it's way deeper than fitness. It's all, it's more of a mental thing. That's, that's such a great, that's why I love people that actually exercise for a living because it's the perfect definition of, you are literally, you told me something. I remember when I, uh, we were squatting. I remember while we were practicing squats, you were like, why I love squats is because it's, it's like the representation of all that weight on your shoulders and you lifting it up. Yeah. And I think that that's such a great metaphor to use yeah. when it came to me trying to lift that weight. And you were talking about lessons being learned and all of the lessons that exercising has taught you. This is not something that, you know, you just do as a side thing. This is your passion. Yeah. But as much as it's a passion, it came 
I, I want to say out of necessity. If you guys don't know, Kadeem, he suffers from a disease called lupus, which I don't know if you guys are aware of. I did a lot of research on it. I'm basically an expert now. But <laughs> this man, <laughs> but, but this man definitely can explain it better than I can. So would you mind just telling everybody exactly what this uh, autoimmune disease uh, does to you? Yeah, for sure. So from... I'm explaining to you guys how exactly how my dog explained to me when I was diagnosed with it. Um, I was diagnosed at 13, so the way he explained it to me was very simple. You have your, you have your immune system that fights off viruses and sicknesses that come into your body, right? Well, when mine is hyperactive, what it does is that instead of fighting things off, it'll turn on itself, so on my body, and attack my body. And it's very different extremes from person to person. It could attack something simple as your muscles, where you have a lot of muscle pain, your joints where you develop arthritis, and uh, stuff like that. Or in serious cases, it could attack your major organs, which is kind of what I've been going through in the past couple of years, especially this past recent year, where the lupus decided to attack my kidneys, which results, uh, resulted in uh, kidney failure. And I don't know if you guys know exactly what happens when you have kidney failure but a lot of shit goes wrong okay and I didn't really know until you know I started experiencing it hands on but like when your kidneys don't function properly you hold on to a lot more water so I gained about say almost 25 pounds in water weight just in water weight so that's even without training or whatever it's just my body not excreting what it needs to excrete and and it's just water weight just flowing so I was swollen I got a lot of infections and it definitely made my way of life like you know I ended up in the hospital because of it and you know I spent about two and a half weeks there and you know things were it wasn't my first time in the hospital two years ago I had a similar experience and that one was my kidneys and every and a whole bunch of other uh, things going on wrong at once because that's the thing with lupus is that when it's bad it could it, it could be anything it could attack anything like I've experienced amnesic episodes, which is fucking weird. So you're like, like you forget things. You you're having moments where you're what you're dis- disassociating, basically. Well, it only happened twice, and it was for a short period of time. So the best way I'll explain to you is that, for example, say if like we're talking right now, I like zoned out, and then when I came back, I couldn't remember anything I'd done that whole day. So it wasn't long term. I still remembered faces. I remember I was with my mom. And but I couldn't remember anything. She'd tell me what happened, and then I'd ask the same question again two seconds later because I just didn't remember. I couldn't I couldn't make any new memories for a small period of time, and I couldn't remember anything I did that morning. So wherever I was, I'm like I don't know how I got here. I really physically couldn't remember. So that's an example of lupus going to the brain and whatever. And I've heard stories of people like of extreme things. Like it's so different. It's so hard to tell. Like, you can't just say lupus, like, lupus just does this because from person to person, because everyone I speak to, for the most part, we all have similar symptoms, but there's some extremes that they've reached that I've never reached and vice versa, you know? And it's just, it's a very complicated disease. And, yeah. So, if you guys understand that rundown, basically, probably one of the reasons why you're talking about your body attacking itself, basically, probably one of the reasons why you were as skinny as you were was 100% had to uh. do with a bit of the lupus. Obviously, 
listen, I'm a, I'm not exactly a jacked ass man, okay? I'm a little skinny, <laughs> all right? You know, I'm not saying everybody that's skinny out here has an autoimmune disease, but you then decided once obviously you got um addicted to the gym that obviously it made your body feel better and it made you feel better and it obviously aided you in dealing with this autoimmune disease. So I just want to ask you cuz now your life is enraptured in exercise, it's enraptured and yeah in fitness and obviously you are going to have this disease it's not something that goes away it's something that will be around for the rest of your life so how are personal training and lupus intertwined in your everyday life well personal training is just training well every everything combined because obviously i just want to know how the personal training and the lupus basically have helped shape who you are how has the personal training aided the lupus and how has using personal training to aid your lupus kind of made you into the person that you are today okay well the answer that um no it's a deep ass question (laughs) (laughs) Uh, in terms of how lupus i guess i can say how lupus has helped me with my personal training or just in general is it's taught me a lot it's taught me a lot about as corny it is not giving up and having a strong positive mindset because that and i'll say it to this day is two years ago when i was in the hospital i almost died in the hospital Every, like when i said it was worse than what it was this time is my kidneys were shutting down but everything else was shutting down too the doctors were telling my parents that they don't think i'm gonna make it and so staying positive through that was definitely challenging. I had a great, so once again, Jay, who at the time, who I'd only known, let's say, like not even a year, was who came to the hospital and made sure I'd stayed up and everything like that. So I was always there for support. I had my team, my family, my friends. So shout out to you guys, obviously, because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. Wow. But um, it definitely helped me build a strong mindset. Because I don't think the strongest people you know had to go through something. As like shitty as it is, the strongest people out there are the ones who've been through the worst. And it's because you go through the you learn how to deal with it that makes you so it makes you come out so much stronger. You know, so dealing with lupus, with all the ups and downs and the challenges on a daily basis, it's it's just helped me really solidify the the, the a strong mentality to always be optimistic as possible and to always just stay positive so that translates a lot into my personal training because if i can be a positive influence for someone by showing them because one thing i'm just saying it right you always want to be an example so i would like to be an example for people who are going through a hardship whether it's you know an an illness or just tough shit in life because life is uh life can be fucking a bitch sometimes you know (laughs) so if I can push through what I'm going through with my lupus on a daily basis, I like to show people that, not that their stuff is less less than or greater than what I'm going through, but if I could push through something that I find myself, and for most people is very challenging, then so can you. You know, there's not, there's not, I'm just the same as everybody else in the sense where like I'm human too. You know, I'm not some super like superhuman or whatever. Like I have the same issues as a lot, as everyone else does. So if I can deal with my demons and also deal with my adversity, 
and harness the adversity and use that as like fuel to energize my life and to fucking just motivate myself then i want to pass that motivation on to as many people as i can so in personal training so it's just spreading strength and positivity to everyone you know what i mean I'm honestly like <laughs> almost yeah, speechless because that no you you worded it perfectly it it's for me, for me it's it's a little mind-boggling cuz you talk about how you you were facing death and and it's something that we it's inevitable for all of us yeah. and from the way that you're talking about it almost it almost sounds like you almost being at the abyss you being at the cusp of you know no longer being here it 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 strengthened your resolve in the sense that it, it focused you, it, it be- made you understand what you want to do. And for a lot of people, you know, something way less than that, as much as you're saying, oh, what I'm going through, it's not a comparison. Like, we, we're not comparing what I'm going through is worse than what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Life can be a bitch, which is 100% true. But so many people don't experience death until they experience death, yeah. until, until, until it happens. It's not like it's this cloud that's, you know, over you potentially that at any at, at any moment you know maybe you know your lupus flares up and that's a that's a scary thing but from talking to you and hearing you talking about it i don't hear fear i i i hear someone that has taken an unfortunate circumstance which is what life is going to throw at you all the time yeah. and you turned it into something that now motivates you to take your life by the balls and, and, and you know like yeah. <laughs> to not to not let life you know control you you are the one in control like of your life yeah. no but that's the thing is that you can't life is full of bullshit life is full of bullshit like life's gonna throw things at you and one thing I've learned with having lupus is that obviously I didn't get to choose this and you were talking about control you have to control what you can control so I didn't decide to have you know what I mean to have lupus so there's nothing I can do about it but what I can control is my mindset towards it how I live my life towards it I can just do fuck all with my life and then just be miserable you know and just not let it like it's, it's a double-edged sword you can choose which way you decide to go you know so I just thought it'd be better to be optimistic and positive and see the the the, the upside to this for me, the upside is the strength. The upside is the experience and all the things that come with it. And I wouldn't be who I am today without all the experiences I went through. It sucks to have gone through them and it sucks in the moment, obviously. And it definitely gets challenging. But when you get through it, it's it's like, yo, you've made it through that. And you when you know you can make it through something so severe, you, you know you can... You can make it through anything else, which is why even in training, I'll be like, yo, if you're going to squat a, a, a weight that you've never squatted before, and obviously there's doubts going through your mind, you know? But when you come down and you lift up that one rep of that weight you never thought you can do, you, there's not at that moment, you feel the most alive. Because for one, in that squat, you could actually could have died. <laughs> you know, if you didn't get back up, you might have actually fucked your shit up. But when you get back up, you're like, fuck, I did that. And... For me, that's why that's one reason why I love strength training because it kind of reminds me, it puts me in that mindset of near death experience, but then overcoming that. So it puts me back in the time when I was in the hospital and it was like 
yo, this is it. I'm 20 years old and I may not leave this hospital. These last four, these four walls might be the last four walls I ever see in my life. And, you know, at that time, yo, I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm like, yo, I'm barely, I'm just starting my life. And that's the thing is that being 20 years old, I find that, or just being young, until you experience something like dramatic like that, you almost feel invincible. I knew you were going to say that. Right? Well, yo, at 20 years old, you're like, yo, I'm going to live until I'm like 80. Nothing can touch me. Like, you're, you're a little more daring with a lot more shit. And not to say I'm not as daring now, but it's just like, I, I got humbled by life, essentially, by being in that hospital bed. Because I was like, yo, I almost died here and I'm not invincible. You know what I mean? I have to accept that this is my life and make the best, make the best of it and work with what I have and not against it. You know what I mean? Well, number one, first of all, I remember when I saw, I'd never knew, because we weren't in contact two years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. So I had no idea about how, what happened, that flare-up that you had two years ago was so much worse than the one that you had recently. Yeah. But the one that you had recently, I remember just looking on Instagram and, you know, seeing you with the mask, um, looking like Bane from Batman. And, <laughs> and literally being, uh, all jokes aside, though, literally thinking to myself, like, I haven't seen this guy since driving school and we were boys in driving school, you know, yeah. like we were, we were close. Yeah. And to think that, you know, I saw you on Instagram doing so well. And to think that something like that was going to all of a sudden put your life like on the line. I was legitimately thinking to myself, I, ca I can't believe that th this might be, you know, Kadeem might be gone. And it, it literally hit me in a way where I thought, life is so short i need to reach out to this per like i need to reach out to this person because i need to let this person know that you know like to keep on going to keep on fighting and that you might not realize how many people you inspire with your work ethic and your drive to continue to be better because so many of us use excuses that are way way softer than i almost died or mm -hmm my this could be the last four walls I, i've never thought in my life laying down that these are going to be the last four walls i see i've never thought that before and the fact that you can talk about it so openly and use that as fuel is honestly inspiring and i'm just super super happy that i got the opportunity to talk to you thank god that you're okay we're we're all pulling for you and, and thank goodness that you're all right seriously Thank God that you're okay. Glad that you're still with us. Glad that you're still kicking, obviously. And the final thing that I want to bring up to you, because obviously you got big goals. This is not uh, this is nothing uh, to sugarcoat. You want to create something that lasts. You want to create something that has longevity. Yeah. So I want to ask you, what is you've got this gym? You're a personal trainer. You work at the Bully by Nature, and what do you see your future? holding for you what is your future goal and what do you see yourself accomplishing that's a deep question <laughs> hey <laughs> you know, i do deep questions on the <laughs> um first of all i just want to say you know th thank you for all the support like you know, you reaching out to me um like i'm truly i'm grateful whenever with every message i've ever received from anyone on instagram on and off social media and just in person um to me, those are the messages that help me. You ask me how I get through things. A lot of the things is is the support, the support system I had while I was inside inside the the hospital, 
was crazy. All the, the messages from people I didn't even know, people I knew, it keeps your spirits up, you know? And that aside, though, I wanted to just make a quick point that because I realized not everyone will have a support system. You know, that's the thing is that being in the hospital, I got to see some some people who I shared a room with have no one come visit them. And, bro, it's long sitting in that, in, the, in that hospital bed, staring at the same four walls all day. You know, I've never been inside a jail, but I imagine, mind you, better, I'm being fed, and, you know, no one's trying to stab me or anything <laughs> like that. But essentially, it gets lonely if you don't have people come visit you. The days are just long, and not everyone will have a support system. So one of the things is, is that I had to learn on my own is that even with all the support I had, in the end, I had to be the one to get myself out because it was great to have my friends and family, everyone tell me, stay positive, you're going to be okay, and we're all here for you. But if I didn't truly believe I was going to be okay, it wouldn't have mattered. So everyone, you can have all the support and system in the world, but in the end, there's certain things, certain th aspects in your life or times in your life where you have to just do things on your own and only you can do them. And uh, that's just one of the messages I want to leave on with that. But... Oh no no no! We good we good. I I still want to hear about your yeah, future. Yeah. That 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 was beautiful. I don't <laughs> want to cut you off. You're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so about my um, to be honest, I never wanted to be just a personal trainer. Personal training was just like I said before was my way to, is my way of empowering people. Essentially, my goal is just I want to empower people. I want to inspire people. So I definitely down the road want to get into more speaking, kind of like how we're doing right now, because I want. I think that my message could help a lot of people and, and shown I've seen that it has because I have a lot of people who reach out to me who have lupus who have never been met and we start talking and then we start sharing stories and even their stories inspire me and and I inspire them and I just love the whole feeling of empowering people and like I said showing people that no matter what you're going through things could always be worse because they can be there's always like there's always something someone else or something else that could be a lot worse than your situation. But those motherfuckers going through the, that shit are still doing something, you know? Yeah. You, so I want to be a person like that because I am, I've become that individual where I'm not going to let my adverse, like my, my health or my lupus stop me from living my life. And that's what essentially what I'm trying to preach and show with my brand living your best life is no matter what you go through, you can't control exactly what happens to you, but control how you react to it, right? So whatever life throws at you, it's your choice to either let it make you or break you. And I always think you want you want make yourself better, level up and just live your best life. Because like you said before, life is too short. You don't know if tomorrow is going to be your last day. So you might as well not dwell on all the negative shit and stay on the positive. Because there's so much negative shit in the world, bro. There's so much negativity, and it's so easy to focus on the negativity, but the hardest part for most people is focusing on the positive, but when you can focus your 90% of the time on the positive, you know, you're so much happier, you're so much, like, just life's better, bro. And down the road, I just want to change as many lives as I can for the better through personal training, through my speech, just through uh, my brand. Just I want my brand to be a symbol for people that simple strength, you know, that no matter what you go through, you can overcome it. No matter who you are. Let me cry out here. Um <clears throat> so 
<laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to our 19th official episode of The Booth. Kadeem, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me, man. Your story was amazing, and obviously your motivation is going to breed success. It already is, and to have that kind of never-quit attitude is going gonna, is gonna to put you far. So, brother, thank you again thank for you, coming man. on. Really thank appreciate it. Me, bro. And, guys, hope you guys have a great Friday. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you guys soon. Take care.